Hey, amazing people. Welcome to the Upside Down Perspective. We've got another episode with my friend uh, Pankaj here. As you all may have uh, figured, we've been on a, a road trip here for a photography road trip. Um, we've gone from Texas to New Mexico to Arizona and soon Nevada. So it's been quite an experience. It's something I do on a regular basis uh, to kind of unwind and, you know, re-energize my batteries, as I call it. But you know, Pankaj, you know, the last time uh, I know he said he's did he did this when he was a very young, and uh, I wanted uh, to kind of bring him on today and share his perspective, uh, since he has a new perspective on road trips with us. So, Pankaj, if you want to introduce yourself, hello everybody. Yep, this is uh, Pankaj Lad, and uh, yeah, this is uh, the last time I did any sort of road trip through this part of the U.S. was probably when I was three years old. So um, I've always flown across this part of the U.S. and this is the first time in, a, in my adulthood to actually drive. And it's, it's eye-opening. It's very, very eye-opening. Not just the beauty of what's out there, but also I think mentally the relaxation and the I guess the ability to just have thoughts to yourself. That's, I think that's what's kind of unique about this area. So basically you're saying you're stuck in a car for a couple of hours and you have to sort out your feelings and uh, thoughts. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, it's, I think the, the cool thing about it is it, especially in some parts, there was no cell phone signal. So, you know, there's not a lot of distractions. And so you're, you're forced to just deal with your surroundings and when I, sh I shouldn't say deal absorb absorb your surroundings and process your surroundings it's it's something that i don't think we do very often these days i, I think we're, there's so many distractions in our day-to-day -day life we lose sight of peace i think that's really what it is it, it's it's just having the ability to absorb peace and i think that's what was so cool so far yeah and when your phone doesn't work, you're not looking at your screen. You're actually looking outside the windows where the real beauty is. You know, a lot of times I think we reminisced about flying over some of the beautiful things we saw that you normally wouldn't see if you were in an airplane. Uh, but the one of the things I know we've talked about and I want you to touch on is the customer service we've experienced at all the little restaurants and interactions we've had on this road trip. Yeah, you know, I, I'd say that has been such a cool process right now is every place that we've been, you know, we haven't really come across the real, you know, the crappy experience. You know, everyone's been so nice, especially in these little towns. And, and it, maybe it's they're, they've seen like really bad times. And I think they're, they're just happy that we're, we're, we're passing through. But it's, you know, I, I'd say beginning of this road trip, I was worried about that. I was worried about, oh, you know, we're going to go and the you know, restaurants are not going to, you know, be open and there's going to be people, you know, bad service, you know, they're going to be shorthanded, you know. But, you know, yes, are people, some places shorthanded? Yeah. But, you know, people, people are working with a smile. They're busting their butts. They, they're appreciative of, people coming into their establishments and it could be just maybe a college kid that's working 
you know, at a Chili's. Could you, could you share your Chili's story? Because I know you have a Chili's story. <laughs> yeah, so let's see. We were in uh, Alamogordo. Um, there was a Chili's across the parking lot. And we had just finished White Sands, and we were pretty tired. And so we said, let's, you know what? We're just going to walk. We're going to walk across the sidewalk to Chili's. And we go in, and we get seated, and we notice our weights person, she is working almost half the restaurant all by herself. And she is, you know, just a busy bee. You know, I don't think we saw her gently walk anywhere. I mean, it was, she was jogging almost. And when we finished our meal, I remember reaching, looking up to her and I said, you know, you've been busting your butt. We see it. I was like, I was like, you you've been just hauling butt all night. And she said, she paused and she's, you, you know, she was wearing a mask and, she, but you could see her eyes and you could tell that she smiled. And she said, wow, thank you. Yeah, it's just that, that little bit of positivity, you know, I'm sure made a difference in her night. And I think the lesson here for everybody is, you know, share that little positive message. You know, if you if someone's done something for you, appreciate it and thank them. And, you know, it's, it doesn't have to be a big thing. Um, but yeah, that was, you know, that was our Alamogordo Chili's experience, which is a restaurant that's, you know, not rated well because of bad service. But I can tell you that they were trying the best with what they had. Absolutely. And, and the people were, were genuinely, you know, you know, they were nice, you know. And so um, I know, we, I know uh, you and I, we had done an episode earlier about customer service and reviews. And I think this just leads right into that um, about, you know, focus on what, what it is that you want to get out, you know, uh, of that restaurant experience. But there's, there's something else I kind of wanted to kind of touch on was about this road trip was, you know, normally we've done in the past, we've gone and done like a photography excursion prior to a business meeting of some sort or after. But I think this was the first time that we've done three separate photography sessions or venues, and there were three completely different skill sets that were needed to shoot those areas. And I'm looking through my f photos and it's just like, it's reminiscent of the whole journey, right? Because it's, we've gone from completely different climates to completely different terrain. And it's just kind of neat to see that reflective in these, in these photos. So um, I would have not thought about doing this. So thank you for, encouraging me to want to do this and probably a big shout out to my wife for letting me do this. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's, it's eye opening. Uh, definitely eye opening. So are your batteries charged? Have you had a relaxing time or has it been a grueling time? You know, it is batteries charged, perspectives changed, and I'm ready to bring my family on a spring break trip out this way. And I, I think we're, you know, I'm no longer afraid to drive these long distances. Yeah, I think if you if you chop them up in that six six hour range, I think you can you can really enjoy the trip. You know, it's when you're doing those twelve hour, fourteen hour drives that I think people really get, hate road trips, right? Everywhere we went, we had an interesting dinner. 
we got there before it was dark, so we got to explore a little bit. So it's you know it's it's more of a it's more of an adventure than a point A to point B. I'm trying to save money on flights. So yes, it does take a little bit of time, but you're not going just to the destination and making stories at the destination. Your your journey is your story when you're doing it this way. So I'm going to ask you, what was your favorite thing about the road trip? I'd say my favorite part so far has been you had told me about, hey, let, we're going to, uh, if we add a half a day to the trip, we could shoot photos in this junkyard. And I'm like, Sheetal, it's a junkyard. Do we really want to burn half a day shooting in a junkyard that's outside, you know, Flagstaff or Sedona? And I'd say that's the biggest surprise because we get in there, this place, and I, I'd say it is... It is a photographer's dream because it's just the combination of macro, close-up, wide-angle, zoom. I mean, it's just, it's endless. And it's just this old ghost town-y type place that's turned into a tourist attraction. Um, but I'd say that was because it was unexpected. I think that's the key. It was unexpected. What And, and like you said, when we were there, you could have explained yourself to death but I wouldn't have gotten it until I was there. But yeah, shooting photos in white sands, I, I, I expected to, I imagine what that would be like. Shooting the night sky outside of Grand Canyon, I knew what to expect. I knew how to plan that. But that junkyard thing just, I mean, it was off the wall because I had no idea what to expect. And so I'd say that was actually a pretty cool. And then... Not to mention that just 20 minutes down the road, we had some really awesome pizza in Sedona. That, that was probably the nice finishing touch there. Yeah. And then, you know, and I'd randomly found this junkyard and now I've been back there at least three times. So just, you know, it's one of those things where it's really hard to explain the journey and you kind of have to take a leap of faith and go on it. You know, maybe it's not for everybody, but you also have to be willing to put your phone aside and where the beauty of this is you're in parts of the country where the phone doesn't work. And, and the other thing I want to tell people is there's always two options to a route. Usually there's a scenic option and there's the interstate highway. Yeah, actually. So I'd say the journey to the junkyard was probably incredible because yeah, we could have taken the interstate from Phoenix to this place. But instead, we took 89A and kind of winded through uh, the valley and the mountains. And that was phenomenal you know, to get to that. So I'd say everything around surrounding that. So just like you said, it wasn't the destination of the junkyard. It was the journey to and from and the whole everything surrounding it. So, so thank you for enlightening me. You're welcome. So uh, besides your driver, what is the one thing you would wish to change or adjust on this road trip for the next one that we take because I'm sure we're going to take another one. Good question. Weather. I wish the weather would have cooperated in White Sands. It, and I know that's not so controllable, but gosh, we've been on another photo trip where it was kind of a misty rainy day and it just kind of washed out all the photos. But I, 
you know, I think this is the risk you take, right? Is um, Mother Nature, right? Mother Nature is going to do what Mother Nature does. But um, so let's let's talk about this a little bit since you brought this up. I was super excited for you to go to White Sands National Park. It rained the day we got there. Hours, were, just an hour just before. Hours, yeah, an hour before we got there. <laughs> In a torrential downpour. Giant, giant lightning, torrential <laughs> downpour. And that led to no ripples in the sand, which is basically if you've seen any photos of white sands, you know, you're, you're wanting ripples and stuff. So I was a Debbie Downer. I was super upset that your first time, just like when I first took you to Antelope Canyon, it was cloudy. This was another case where your first time it was overcast, but you were super positive. You were going to take advantage of the situation regardless of what it was. And you reminded me that, you know, you can choose to give up or you can choose to not and make the best of what you have. And, and I think the, 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 I think in life, this is the lesson, right? Is, you know, you know, like Forrest Gump says, it's like life's a, like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. But also I think we, we always envision the ideal scenario. And I think sometimes we, you, you have to make lemonade out of lemons when you're dealt with it. And I think that day that was what I was uh, focusing on was, yes, it's my first time. I don't know what I was missing with the ripples in the sand, but what I did see was these amazing rain clouds out in the distance. And it was, and that's what I kept encouraging you was you will never see that again. Most likely, at least I hope <laughs> to see these rain clouds and rain storms off in the distance sweeping past I mean, it, it was beautiful, you know, if you looked at it through that lens. Um, but yeah, you know, uh, I think it was not until our final few minutes of sunset, our last day, we're shooting the sunset and we look down and the wind is forming ripples in the sea. <laughs> yeah. But um, here's an interesting takeaway or perspective on this situation. You've probably just shot White Sands National Park at its hardest. So the next time you go and the sun is bright and the ripples are there, you're going to kill it because you've worked it at its hardest with no texture, no ripples, and you've got some gold. Yeah, I, I think that's, uh, that, that is a great way of looking at it. It was, we, it, it was challenging. We had to push each other to say, okay, what is worth photographing? And I think it really pushed both of our perspectives with our photography to say, okay, let's pivot. Yeah. And, and here's, here's my perspective on this. I've done all these locations multiple times. I'm, I'm addicted to driving across this country and always, always go back to places you've been to because you'll see them in a different light, in a different perspective. The situation changes, the weather changes. You know, at White Sands National Park, the dunes change. I've been there three, three times now, four times now, and none of my pictures from any of the four trips are the same. It's like Antelope Canyon, you know, before they canned the whole photography thing. You could walk through that canyon and come out with a different shot. It's just something you did. You didn't look up or, you know, you didn't look left at that moment. So it's, it's those lessons in life where, you know, you may have been to a place. And you're going, okay, I don't want to go back there because I've already been there. I want to see something new. 
But I want to tell you there's as much value in seeing something again as there is in going on a new adventure. It's it's about um, having a different perspective when you do go in the exact same situation because it you know things the surroundings change. I think that's indicative of life. Mm -hmm. And think about this: you are now talking about doing a road trip with your family, two young kids, and a wife. Imagine doing the road trip now and then taking that same group of people when they're a little older through the same experience and seeing how perspectives have changed, you know, as kids become teenagers, you know, when we used to drive with our children, it was, let's look for horses and cows. Now it's like, Hey, get off your phone, look out the window. It's beautiful. Um, so it's, it's a challenge, right? But it's also, I think there's merit in sitting them down and going, how do you see this differently than you did last time? Do you remember last time or, you know, what excites you this time? And, and these are the conversations. So, you know, today it's like, okay, let's talk about our trip for the podcast because it's going to help both of under, both of us understand each other's perspectives. And the next time we do something like this, you know, we're going to play off of this and make it even better. I like that. That's until, until the next road trip, sir. Uh, who knows where those adventures lead to? Yep. Uh, I just guarantee you there, there'll be adventure. So anyways, thank you for uh, putting up with me for, um, several days worth of driving, but, uh, it's, it's been fun. You've been, you know, a great companion and, uh, I, I think we've had a great journey and we'll have lots of stories to tell and some of them will probably hit both of our podcasts. So I know you have a podcast. Um, why don't you go ahead and plug your podcast? So if anybody's listening to this, they can maybe hop on over to yours and uh, listen to yours. Yeah. And, and I, and I just wanted to say thank you for, you know, enlightening me on this road trip because it's, like I said, it's, it's outside of my comfort zone. It's not something I normally would have done, but I know now I will. I'll do. I'll do this again, and I'll do this with a uh, you know with the rest of my family. Uh, but yeah, my podcast is called Check In with the Geek, and uh, you can search my my name Punkage Lad. That's P A N K A J. My last name's Lad L A D. I'm on all the several uh, platforms, um, and we just talk about uh, perspectives in business and the journeys so many businesses have have gone through this last 18 months and how do we improve our bottom line? So I appreciate it if you guys check us out. Awesome. And as always, uh, I'm going to say, I'm leave you guys with a little bit of positivity. Um, you know, pick that one person today uh, and tell them they're amazing or awesome. And you know, it's as simple as maybe writing on your receipt at a restaurant. If you had great service, you were, you were amazing. Have an awesome day. You know, write it, tell your server, pick someone random. You know, I always ask you to pick someone you know. You know, if you've had a great experience, just tell that person you appreciated them and you had a great experience because right now, today, the people that choose to work are showing up so you can have your meal or your experience. And I really think we should appreciate the people that actually show up to work. So have an amazing day and I will talk to you later.